1: Everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Quality of Life show. Uh, today's show features former children's book editor turned author Jane Pilmer. She is joining us to talk about her new book. It's very thoughtful. It's touching. It's cute. Uh, it's called Still Mine. And what is great about this book is it helps parents and children work through emotions of grief. We all know what it's like to lose somebody. It is not an easy thing and to really uh, communicate with kids and And navigate those, you know, emotional waters uh, can be difficult and even introducing them to the whole uh, life fact of people move on in life. So uh, definitely a book you want to get as a parent or a teacher, grandparent, friend, uh, go check it out. It is out on January 18th and by harp it's through harper collins uh, but of course you can pre-order it in all those great places so check it out and you can also follow jane at jane Pillmer books and that's j-a-y-n-e for jane and also i want to give a shout out to the amazing illustrator cheryl murray so welcome to the show jane how are you good thank you so much the book is actually already out it
2: came out that's january right.
1: 18 2022 that's so right it- i'd like I was reading this going, did I make a typo? I've it, at those, but there it <laughs> yes, is. So it's it out. came out at the beginning of the year.
2: It's out, it's available, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all of the independents, everybody wherever you like Get to it, shop. everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So how has it been, you know, going into the waters of being an author from an editor? Because uh, it's, you know, people just say, oh, we can just write a children's book, but it's actually not that easy, is it? No,
2: it is not that easy, and really, my years as a children's book editor really were the foundation for my transition to author. Um, I was with HarperCollins for over five years as a oh, children's wow. book editor, and when I left, I, I continued to work for them in a freelance capacity and for a couple other agents um, and publishers, and really, publishing and editing gave me such an understanding about writing for children at different developmental stages and what's appropriate for a four to eight year old even versus you know a six to nine year old. Mm-hmm. It gave me a lot of um, practice in sort of putting myself in that readership age and and sort of turning my brain on to what does a child respond to? what is does a parent respond to um and it really helped me sort of tailor the way that i told my story um it also gave me a big understanding of marketing of book contracts sort of of all of the behind the scene things and when i was pitching still mine it really was integral because i was able to sort of say okay publishers are really looking for a hook. How can we Mm -hmm. market this? And I sold it right during the pandemic, um, during that sort of first initial 14-week lockdown. And I think um, it was really fortuitous timing in that publishers had their ears perked up about sort of hard topics. And death is something that a lot of people shy away from talking to children Mm -hmm. in this target four to eight age range about. Um, But children in that age range were exposed to death on a daily basis. They were hearing about it. They were hearing about COVID. They were um, having family members and friends, members of their community pass away or be hospitalized. Um, they were experiencing death of people who weren't even old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also a time that was made much more difficult that we weren't able to be together. You weren't able to go to the hospital to visit. You weren't able to say goodbye. You weren't able to have closure. And I think the timing of um, the manuscript arriving to HarperCollins was really sort of fortuitous and that they kind of were thinking, okay, we need an answer to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can we explain to children about death? And this, this really sort of was in the right place at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. And being an editor really helped me sort of think about, okay, I'm finishing the manuscript. I really think that this is the right time to pitch it because, Mm. um, we have, we have sort of a hook or a reason, um, to publish right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. I it's, um, there's so much loss that has happened. And also, uh, for kids going through, you know, all these shootings too, which is, you know, something none of us want to talk about. We, we don't want it to happen, but it's a, it is a very big reality in our world. And, and, and that causes a lot of fear and understanding. And it's just, you know, I also think like when children go through, like a, a family goes through a divorce, the children can internalize that and start blaming themselves. So that's why I think what's so great about your book, Still Mine, is like, okay, we can still have these memories and you do it all the way through to tasting chocolate, hot chocolate as a memory, you know, yeah. that you really, it's such a good title on that. It's um, giving them ownership over a situation.
2: Yeah, so what's really interesting is when I was in the early stages of the book, I really struggled with sort of how to get the ball rolling. And I was thinking about the title With You Always, and it never kind of felt right. And two things that I sort of started to put together through the early drafts were you know, the question of, okay, if a child loses a sibling, are they an only child or do they still have a sibling? Right. And then I also thought about the idea of how my children are really comforted when we focus on what they get to keep versus what's going away. Mm. And so I thought about those two musings together and that really brought about the still mind refrain. And once I got that still mind refrain down, the rest of the book started to flow in final form. It really mm-hmm. started to just click that childlike, um, mine, 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 and what I can still have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that for children is a really comforting thing that somebody can go away and that's really sad and that's really hard, but I can still have love and that will never go away.
1: Yeah, I like that. And the, I also think what's great about your book was it's, it's a, it flows really nicely, you know, and that's always a big deal for kids to be able to have that kind of rhyming kind of, not necessarily 100% rhyming, but that kind of, you know, like a, a sing song kind of thing. And yeah, so we call I, it a lyrical fun. text,
2: because it's yeah. not, it's not a perfect rhyme, but it does sort of Roll off the tongue in a particular way. And that was actually really important to me when writing because I wanted it to feel gentle when read aloud. And the lyrical text allowed it to feel really soft and have that flow as you read it aloud, which I think is really sort of comforting to the ear. And I wanted the message to be comforting to the heart and the way that it read to be comforting to the ear. And sort of that sort of creates this beautiful um, sort of way that it can be received.
1: Yeah, it's rhythmical. And and that's something what goes with a heartbeat, right? So it's a natural thing. And also, I think it's a really cool tool for parents uh, and loved ones to sit down with kids, because that's something it's like as a parent, and, you know, the child could be really young, it's like, Oh, man, do I? It's like, I have to have that talk? Do I? Yeah, you know, and how do you how do you handle grief yourself? If you're going through it as a parent? Yeah. And then going through it with your child? How do you make that happen? You know? So I think that,
2: yeah, I think that parents are completely overwhelmed by talking to children about death. And you feel so anxious about introducing the idea to them because you don't want to be the one responsible for bringing out worry or anxiety. Um, But I found that, you know, when my grandmother died and I had a reason to talk to my children about it. Uh, it wasn't made easier because I had the reason. It was actually made harder because I had to cope with my own grief in addition to helping a small child understand this huge concept. Yeah. So I'm really pro reading still, mine before you have a reason to per se, and helping children to understand, you know, this stage of life. Um, you know, death is a part of life, and also have them understand the comfort that comes from love that lives mm-hmm. on. Um, and I think that it's a much more peaceful conversation and an easier conversation to have um, before you're in the midst of that really tough grief.
1: I think it's something that should be done soon. You know what I mean? So that it's not that big shock. I mean, it's right. still a shock when you lose someone and, you know, but it's having that understanding before it happens is really a, it's a, it's a big deal. How has the response been now that it's been out for a year? <laughs>
2: We have had such a really warm response to this book. Um, It's been really touching to see sort of all of the Instagram love that has been coming through and the wonderful reviews. Um, Kirkus called it tender and touching. And that has really, especially as a debut author, um, that's been really, really wonderful. I've also really loved the responses that I'm getting directly from the kids when I'm in school and library. Um, And that's been really Sweet. You know, a lot of the kids, when I say, How does this book make you feel? Um, I've been hearing words like warm, calm, peaceful. This nice. book made me remember a memory. Um, and it's kids, I think, are really responding to it in a positive way. And that was my hope for the book, especially like you mentioned, in this time of turmoil with the pandemic and school shootings, to sort of be able to bring a little bit of peace to this conversation.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. And it's, you know, it's, and as an author to be able to write it and you have to have like that integrity in there, you know, it, it's some, that's a, you're, you're tackling a difficult topic and it, you know, it's, um, yeah, you have to have pure integrity when you do something like this. So it, it's, it does get that, you know, calm, peaceful, warm feeling for the kids and the parents, you know, because that's something where, you, you never know when it's, what's the right thing to say, right?
2: <laughs> you right. and you know, uh, I brought, you know, a lot of my own grief and love to this book, as did Cheryl. Um, Cheryl dedicated it it's to amazing. her sister who passed away when she was a teenager. Oh. And Cheryl lost her parents, um, her father, especially during, while, during um, her Ill- time illustrating Still Mine. Oh, so my. she brought a lot of fresh grief and fresh love to it, Um And this book was, you know, inspired by my grandmother. So uh, it really, it really came from all sorts of amazing love that has impacted both Cheryl and I and and our children. So are you going
1: to do more? I have to ask. Yes,
2: I I am slowly working. I have three children. um, So (laughs) I don't get as much time to write as I would like but I am slowly working on a few things and tinkering with a couple ideas. You know, I mentioned Still Mine had a couple of early versions that weren't quite right, but I love the idea. And sort of the more I tinkered with a couple things, the more I started, you know, getting, my flow with this one. And I was like, okay, now I'm ready to focus my full attention. And once it starts coming, it really starts forming. Um, so I'm I'm definitely tinkering with a few ideas. And I, it's such a fun, exciting time to kind of see what's going to start rolling.
1: Oh, I think this is great. I you know. And I think, you know, I don't know what it is about the holiday season, but we lose a lot of people. I mean, we just we just lost four people in a row like in oh, a row within so, so a month sorry. which is not um you I mean, even when I knew you were coming on, I'm like, oh, but it did. You know, reading your book made me, feel, you know, just feel good. And I'm an adult, you know. Right, I'm, right. Well, I feel like I'm a kid sometimes too. But
2: well, you know, you know, I've it, heard a lot of people say that they are giving this as a gift to adults because sometimes you don't know what to say, or you you feel like, okay, they've gotten you know a hundred bouquets. I want to do something different or or you know more personal. Um, and the messages resonating with adults as well and it is you know comforting for I think readers of any age who have yeah. been through loss and the holidays are such a hard time they're the happiest holliest jolliest time of the year and yet they're also the most difficult time of your It
1: mm-hmm. it is it's uh it's definitely Everybody's, you know a little separated and the new year comes and it's like okay I'd, I'm just gonna keep moving on but it's you have to deal with it you can't right. just you know not look at it and not feel it it's it is there so that's the other part i think that's so great about it having a book like this is it it it's not just you know you can't just swallow grief right no you, know, you have you
2: to live, live it yeah. um yeah. and it takes you know a long time
1: mm. to live. and it reminds us to also live you know and, and to take care of those loved ones that are yeah. close to us and, and not take it for granted. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things you wish, oh, I should never have canceled that meeting or, right. you know what I mean? So it's, it's, another, um, it's another good thing about you don't have to wait for someone to, to grasp these concepts, you know. Right. And, and lastly, I do want to say what's really cool about your uh, way of writing the lyrical side, as you're saying, yeah, it's really incredible how the art goes with the words in, in and a, a. Do you know what I mean? There's like oh, a circular flow. Oh, yeah. So it I'm so connects. happy
2: that you that you noticed that because one of the things that I love most about Cheryl's artwork is she has this ability to achieve fluidity in her background. Yeah, yeah. And the whole idea of Still Mine is that love is all around. It's swirling in the stars. It's blowing in the breeze around us. And I kind of wondered, like, how is an illustrator going to be able to actually capture that sort of intangible feeling? Um, And Cheryl was able to do that with all of the movement that she creates in her backgrounds. Um, And it really made me feel like, yes, love is this invisible force, but it is this indestructible feelable force and it's floating all around and I she really really was able to bring that um that to life
1: that's awesome awesome well congratulations on your first book being out there we're waiting for more you better come back thank you so much Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm
2: working on it I would love to be back thank you so much for having me this has been such a wonderful chat
1: Awesome, everyone. It's Jane Pellemer Books on uh, Instagram. And you can also keep up with Cheryl. It's CherylMurray.com. And that's S-H-E-R-Y-L. Sherry, and she's also on Facebook, Sherry Murray, Cheryl Murray Illustrator. And of course, as we were saying, the book is out now. So you can go get it now through HarperCollins. Uh, again, it is called Still Mine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Lisa.